What's up, everybody? I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life, and whatever else comes up. We take a no-bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. go. Go, go, go. Welcome. Welcome to the life of Steph and Mari, aka Rewriting Her Story. The face is behind, rewriting her story. <laughs> this is episode 24? Four. 24! Yes. yes, yes. What up, what up, what up? Oh my god, this is so exciting. Guys, the do we, whole Do we want to, like, preface? Do, do we want to tell them what's coming up with the special thing, or do we want to wait? Special thing, let's wait. I'm going to okay. preface this. The reason we're recording this is because this possibly is going to be our first... YouTube video. Ah, we're yes. going to start <laughs> vlogging. Just kidding. We're <laughs> recording our podcast recording sessions, and then we're just going to upload them. So you guys can see when I do dumb shit. Steph usually is like this, how she is right now, cool, calm, collected. <laughs> and I'm like, let me pick this up. Let me do this. Finger guns. Playing a French horn. Let me swirl around with French horn. What the fuck? So you get to see it. I'm so excited. Anyways. Okay, so is what is this one about? What are we talking about? I think we're gonna talk about well, like a couple different things, but I think the start of the conversation is about making decisions for you and not other people. And what does that look like? Yes. Yes. I just, okay, before we go any further, ADHD brain, we should literally title this smorgasbord. (laughs) (laughs) Just because there's so many topics, right? We're not really sticking to one certain thing. So you look up how to spell it and I'll make sure that's the episode. Sound it out. (laughs) Smorgasbord. Like smorgasbord. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) If I had my, my if I had my, um, Google in front of me, my phone in front of me, I would Google it right now. If you had your Webster's Dictionary sitting on your desk? Funny you say that! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, my hair tie fell. Anyways. So this energy. topic came up because I had quite a few conversations this week. Actually with adults and teens, since mm-hmm. I see both. Um, and it was about their inability to make a decision for themselves because they were basing it on, well, how's that person going to feel? How is that going to affect this person? And I was like, hold on a minute. What do they have to do with you making a decision for you? So for example, my teen girl was overloading her class schedule with a lot of AP courses, Mm -hmm. like a lot. And AP courses are like college level courses and you get college credit if you take the test, blah, 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 whatever. But she's also a very active girl and she had a lot in her schedule. And so I was like, Here's the thing, kiddo. Like, do you think that you can manage all of this and that your mental health is going to be okay? And she's like, I mean, she literally said, I'm a perfectionist. So, like, I know I can do it. And I was like, that's not what I asked you. Oh, no. That's not what I asked you. I said, do you think that it is feasible for you to do all of that and still be able to, like, cope with things and do self-care? And she's like, I mean, probably not. I'm like, okay. So then we had to kind of break down. Are you making this decision for your parents? Are you making this decision for you? Are you making this decision for your your dance team? Like, what are we doing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when you break it down for somebody like that, and not that it feels bad, but they come to realize like, wow, maybe I wasn't actually thinking about what's in the best interest for me. 
mm-hmm. right? Because I was too worried about, well, how is this going to impact everybody else? Here's the thing. I'm not asking you to be like a self-centered asshole and just put yourself first and not think of anybody else, but don't make a decision based on somebody else's perspective or somebody else's feelings, because that's not fair. That is going to lead to resentment, no mm-hmm. matter what the situation is. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, absolutely makes sense. I had a lot of clients this week and myself even dealing with uncertainty in different ways, different than how she's dealing with it. I mean, I had another teen um, who's possibly thinking about switching jobs and whatnot. And so she was dealing with the fact of like, well, what are, you know, what is my boss going to think of me? What is this person going to think of me? When in reality, like, you don't have control over that. People are going to think what they want to think regardless. Um, so that was coming up for me. It was like, what is my schedule going to look like? Should I add more here? Should I add more here? What should I do? Should I open it up? So that was a big thing that I was dealing with, um, personally. And then, What else? I had clients dealing with uncertainty in regards to marriage, uncertainty in regards to um, sexuality, uncertainty in regards to friendships that they wanted to keep or let go of, um, or even just like struggling moving on from friendships. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. that anything happened in the relationship where it's like they're not friends anymore, but more so of like, holy shit, like I'm changing and they're not necessarily changing with me. And that's really difficult because you feel this, all of these situations, I think what makes um, uncertainty and change and challenge really hard is because we feel like how I imagine it, we're stuck in the middle and like our arms are being tugged from both sides. And so we feel so drawn to the past because comfort zone and, um, you know, that's where, you know, what we know is again, comfort zone. And then we feel pulled to the opposite side, but then what's kind of pushing back again is that fear of the unknown fear of, um, possibly failing or messing up. But in reality, like you got to that comfort zone that you were in because you had one of these moments and you pushed yourself forward. Right. So it's just, this is just another step, another rung on the ladder that we're pushing ourselves towards. So, so many ways uncertainty can show up for different people gosh even even like school decisions right school is about Mm -hmm. to be back in session so many people that I've talked to this is the biggest thing that I talked about this week honestly now that this is like jogging my memory the biggest thing that I talked about this week to with clients and like personally and like with family wise was like the rise of COVID again right that Mm -hmm. we're it seems like we're starting to surge again and so many people like we don't I don't know what's gonna happen um what does that look like and some people it was like the medical anxiety fear and some people Mm -hmm. it was the like my life fear of like what what now like I can't do that again Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah I think back to even decision making and this sounds weird maybe but When you were talking about like how it's going to affect other people, think of all the time, not all the times, like we did all the time, but think about when we would call in sick to work where we used to work and how it affected every, you mean the four times because our PTO was absolute fucking shit. Four times in four years. Dude, like, how many times I wouldn't call in no matter how sick I was because I was like, well, this person's going to get fucked. They're going to have to do my group. They're going to have to cover my family session. And it's like, bro, but if you're sick. Even before that, like, you don't have PTO to do that. Yes. But now, getting to the point that you were, I'm assuming, trying to make of, like, how detrimental that would be to, like, you coming back. Like, if you were sick on a Monday and took Monday and Tuesday off, Wednesday through Friday, you were done. Toast. Yep. Toast. Yep. And There's then no people way. were irritated with you because you called in sick. Even if you were still visibly sick, people were still mad at you. Like, what's not? I don't do the staffing here. That's that's not my fault. Yeah. So, and I also am not literally taking up just because I want to. I literally right. had strep and fevers that I had to stay home. Or like the time. Oh my god. 
the time when Sophia had her first seizure. Mm. And I took off those three days. And none of my coworkers, let me say this, let me be very clear on this, none of my coworkers were like, you have to come back, or were upset that I was gone. None of them. Everyone was very understanding, which is so weird to me, of like, everyone's going to be understanding in that situation, but when I'm literally like, <laughs> like they're like, you guess you could have been here. Like, <laughs> But everyone was, was so understanding in that, and our manager was like, we really need you back. Like, mm-hmm. it's really important that you come back. Are you fucking joking me? No, if she was not joking. If it was the narrator not, decided yeah. she was not joking, and mm-hmm. and that's when she realized, <laughs> yeah, like that. That to me was one of the pushing off points of like, okay, this is not a sustainable job for me. And mm-hmm. also, too, um, this is so unbelievably unhealthy. Like yeah. that, I can't be there for my family. Like, no part of me is here. Like, so, God, when did it happen? She was okay. two. I know she was two. I know when it happened. I was trying to think if I could remember the day of, like, um, whether it was a Monday or Tuesday. I feel like it was possibly... I, I just remember like you called me on the weekend. phone, and you had never called me before, so I, picked, I like, called you. I'm like, hey, what's up? And you were bawling, and I was like, what is happening? What's going on? Did I call you when she was in the emergency room? Yes. That's crazy. I have no, like, no recollection. I'm sure. I just, I, like, I have, I have, like, spurts of the night... But, like, no recollection of ever talking to you. I remember calling my ex. But I don't remember. I don't even remember telling my family. I know that I text them because he was gone. So, like, I had nobody. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Um, but, like, it, I think it had to have happened on, like, maybe a Sunday or a Monday. And I was off for two days. At least two. Because we were trying to get the fever under control and then also figure out what the fuck it was. We... Please, everybody understand, Sophia is completely fine and healthy. It was febrile seizures. Um, kids get them. They grow out of them usually. She has grown out of it. Knock on wood. Hasn't had one in, like, five years. So, yeah, I'm pretty positive she's grown out of it. But still, every time she gets fever, I'm like, fuck, medicate her. Yes. Like, yes. But um, it's gotten better. It's gotten better over the years. Um, but, yeah, so, like, even that, it, it was, like, I think Wednesday, and she, we really need you back. And I can tell you right now, Thursday and Friday and probably the rest of the next week, I wasn't doing my job. I was just holding place. I was a body. Yep. I wasn't yep. even, I don't even think, I don't, I'm pretty positive I didn't respond to codes. If there was codes, I didn't, I didn't do any of that. I was just there mm-hmm. being a placeholder. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get my minutes this week with my kids because um, you guys want me here and I cannot literally function. I am so mm-hmm. fucking worried. Yep. Oh my God. When you have to make any kind of decision, do you feel better when you consult another person? It depends on the decision. What's a situation where you would and what's a situation where you wouldn't? Like, if I'm setting up my weekend and shit that I want to do, I don't consult other people of, like, to have them, like, go with me places. Like, I'll fucking go by myself. I don't, like... Sure. Oh, like, well, no one can go. I'm not going to go. Like, I'll fucking leave and go by myself. Or, like, if I want to, like, if I want to go to the pool, I'm not going to sit here and wait on people. Like, if it's something I... I think that's the determining factor. If I really want to do it, I'm going to do it. So I don't consult people. hmm But, like... For close... Here's the thing, though. When I consult other people, it usually goes against what I want, and I end up doing what I want anyways. Do you know <laughs> you what I'm do. saying? Like, yes. like people are like, mm, I don't like that outfit together. And I'm like, well, mm, I do. So, <laughs> like, 
I don't even know why I asked you in the first place. I didn't place. actually need your opinion, so like, bye. Like, literally, I'll send, like, outfits of the day, and I'm like, do you like this? Is this too funky? And then people are like, oh, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, fuck you, I'm wearing it. <laughs> like, those jeans you kept sending me, I was like, dude, uh, don't, no, don't take me. Like, but I love them. Yet, and I was like, well, then do it. I want them so bad. They still have them. I think I'm going to get them, honestly, because they're so cute. Um... And it's perfect for me. Being bigger on the bottom, they have, like, the elastic on the back, so it's, like, stretchy. Yeah. Um, elastic, like, paper bag pants, not, like, um, I'm a fucking kid, and I've got, like, elastic tabs on the inside. They're I'm not sweatpants. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, They're not fruit of the loom sweatpants, so. <laughs> Hanes. Champion from Walmart. Even though Champion's, like, cool now, what the fuck? It Anyways, is cool now, I know. It's so weird, and it's very, I know. such an unesthetically pleasing brand. Um, yes. So, yeah, I think it kind of depends on how bad I want whatever the outcome of that decision is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I think what's really hard when you have a decision to make or you're contemplating something, right, and you're mm-hmm. asking your best friend for advice, you're asking your mom for advice, you're asking a coworker for advice, right? You have all these different opinions in and out of your ears that you get so confused. You're like, what the fuck is the right answer, right? Mm-hmm. And then – you don't want to make a decision because you can't decide what to do. When in reality, I think in your heart of hearts, you probably know what you want to do, but you Mm -hmm. need somebody else to validate that decision for you. Right. It's yes. It's like that, um, friends episode, the one where Monica and Chandler get married, but I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's the exact title, but Rachel finds out that she's pregnant with Ross's baby and Phoebe plays that game at her where she's like, but what do you want it to say? And she's like, and she was like, well, I don't know. blah blah. And she's like, well, you're, it says no. And she was like, oh, okay. And Phoebe was like, you're pregnant. She was like, that's a risky little game to play. Like, and she was like, well, now you know you really wanted it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. But, like, that thats that thing, you know what the decision is. And I think this mm-hmm. ties back to that judgment episode of if you sit here and live and die by these people's judgments, you're not going to be able to do what you want to do in your life. It doesn't necessarily yep. matter. There is no right or wrong decision, right? Like, it's just... It's just, hold on. Okay. Oh my god. I thought I thought uh, words. I thought okay, I real hit life, this. People. I thought I hit this stop life. record button because that thing when it hits fifteen minutes, that error message popped up, and I was like, oh. <laughs> it was a good one. So I was like, please God, no. Um, let me just move my cursor. But it's it's that um, when you're sitting here asking people for what their opinions are and whatnot, then you're possibly missing an opportunity to really step into your own power, really step into what you want to do mm-hmm. and, and have a new experience that might be like um, very like basic level um exposure therapy moment of like if it was something that was kind of out of your comfort zone and you kind of dip your toe in the water and it goes well and it's successful it's like one of those moments of like okay I can put that on the chalkboard of like one one good moment in that um so Mm -hmm. like please understand me like you doing those things by yourself isn't actually considered exposure therapy but it's like that does that make sense yeah and I think what's really hard too is I think back to being a first time mom, right? Like I only have one kid. And so obviously I need advice from people because I didn't necessarily know what I was doing. Right. And you ask for advice from people just to get ideas on what to do. And sometimes people get upset if you don't follow their advice. Not my problem. Right. Like I asked for advice for feedback to see like, okay, is this something that I should be doing? Should I not be doing this? How do I handle this? Where do I go with this? Right. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to make the decision based on what's best for me and my child, right? Devil's advocate, devil's advocate moment. 
what do you do then when people ask you for advice and they continuously don't take it, but then they keep asking you for advice? I will, I'm not confrontational, but I will challenge them by saying, we've talked about this many, many times. My answer is not going to change. Like, this is what, this is how I feel. This is what I think would be best. This is, you know, my opinion or whatever. And again, I would reiterate, you don't have to take it. That's fine. That's your choice. But if we're still saying the same thing over and over and over for weeks on end and nothing's changing, what do you think is going to happen? Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think this happens a lot in our field because there are people that come to us that aren't necessarily ready for change. And you know what, you guys, that's okay. If you need to open the door to have somebody to support you and to listen to you initially, that's okay. (laughs) But if we're eight, 10, 12, 14 months down the road and we're having the same conversation with no change in behavior, what are we doing? Bless your soul for even adding months (laughs) onto that because, bitch, I was like weeks and you were like, months. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We're having that conversation after six weeks. What the hell? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this for six weeks. That's how you know. This shit, it, it is, none of this job is about money. None of this job is about getting clientele. None of this job is about filling spots. This job is because I love helping people. I love talking to people. I love seeing people from different walks of life. I love hearing their story. Here's what I'm not going to do. Tell you the same shit for fucking 14 months in well, a I'm also not going to placate you. I will challenge oh, you. Oh, absolutely. Right? I will challenge you. Absolutely. And I will be very firm in my delivery, which some people like and some people don't. That is what it is. Like, if I'm not the therapist for you because of my approach, that's okay. hmm But, yes, I think, again, I think people sometimes seek therapy because they want these specific answers or they want this, like, you know, step-by-step guide as to how to do stuff. And sometimes that is an option. Sometimes we can do that. Not always. And a lot of times it's them looking inside to really deep dive as to, first of all, what the fuck is going on? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? To then be like, why am I stuck? Right? Like what is actually going on with me? Why can't I make this decision to quit my job? Why can't Mm -hmm. I make this decision to leave this toxic relationship? Why can't I make this decision to engage in self-care for myself, right? Mm-hmm. I can't answer that for anybody. And I think people get scared to answer it for themselves because then that means they have to take responsibility. And yeah, that's they have to put the hard work in. for people. Yes. 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 They have to put the work in. They have to, they yep. have to stop saying that it's like this uncertainty moment or equating it to that. And they have to really understand like, no, this is me avoiding the work. Yep. And again, it's a hard truth, but I, and I know that you're the same, firmly believe in presenting those hard truths mm-hmm. to have people see, right? Like, sure, I can placate you all day, but what the fuck is that going to do for you? How is that going to help you make any decisions? How is that going to help you make any changes? Guess what? It won't. How's it going to help me be a better stuck. therapist? Right, right. Yes. How's it going to help me be a better therapist? I'm sitting here just telling you what you want to hear. And then yep. how can I take that and turn that into something else for someone else? Yep. Maybe I should just stay. No, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Have the hard and conversation. Here's the thing. Show up for we're yourself. Never, and we're never going to tell you what decision to make. That is not our place. No, no, no. That no, is not no. our place. We will never tell you, you should probably get a fucking divorce, bro. <laughs> right, we're never going to say, 
you need to quit your job immediately. That's not our decision to make. We will guide you in the way that we can help you come to this decision on your own because that's where the power lies, right? We want to give you your power back because Mm -hmm. somewhere, somehow you lost it. It happens to all of us. We want to give it back to you so you can feel like you are in control of your life because you guys are, even if it feels like you're not sometimes. You are. You are. 100% agree. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, I, uh, do you have more to add to it? I don't think so. I don't I think don't we think have so to either. make it to good. 30 minutes. Like, I think, yeah, I think we, the message was strong, and I think it all flowed very well. At the end of the day, you guys, the moral of the story is, <clears throat> I'm not saying ignore other people, right? Like, if you have a partner, if you have children, If there are other people in your life that you have to take into consideration, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But if you are not also putting yourself in that category to make a decision for you, then that's not fair. You have to include yourself in the decisions that you're making and how they affect you because at the end of the day, nobody else is going to do that. You are the only person that can make decisions for you based on what you want and what you need. You have to take care of you before you take care of anybody else. That's my favorite saying. And if you're really struggling making this decisions, a decision about whatever that it is, sit down and write out what needs to happen. Write mm-hmm. out what you're struggling with, the, what the pros are, what the cons are of whatever that it is. Write the steps out that you need to take to be able to maybe get to where you want to be. doesn't matter what it is. Put that shit on paper so you're having a mindful moment to be able to focus on what's really important. Because you may be thinking you have all these steps in your head that are going to get you or lead you to that place when really it's like, oh shit, it's only three steps. Okay, it's not mm-hmm. as hard as I thought it was going to be or it's not as difficult of a move as I thought it was going to be. Does that and make sense? When you try to do shit, yeah, just like we've talked about in other episodes, right? Like with cognitive errors, trying to do that shit in your head alone, you are going to convince yourself of all kinds of shit. You're going to make up all these fucking scenarios that aren't even relevant and you're going to convince yourself that they're true and then you can't, you're paralyzed and can't make a decision. Right. Write that shit down, look at it in black and white. It makes a fuck ton of a difference. I agree wholeheartedly. Awesome. Well, this is a short one, you guys, but I feel like it's packed with good information. Yes. Yes. This might possibly be our first fucking, I was going to say podcast video, YouTube video. Jesus Christ, get your whole life together, Stephanie. Um, Podcast video on YouTube. So you were right. Okay, fair. You were right. Okay, fair. Good. I'm so excited. Okay. Um, I also feel like, like, we need to address this. I'm so sick of the way that we say bye. Like, it shit drives me nuts. That is not us. We're both not like, like, that is not like, I don't know it's what like, we need to do. It's so annoying. Like, I am I annoyed was gonna say, by but it. That's like the thing that we've done for 23 episodes now. So what are we going to do instead? Hey, let's not get stagnant. We can change. I, I mean, don't know yeah. what we're going to do. We could like throw up some deuces. We could be like, fucking peace. Like, but I'm not, we're not doing, well, you can, I'm not, I cannot for one more second be like, bye. Like, ugh, shit makes me so uncomfortable. I don't know what else to do. It makes me itchy. <clears throat> I don't know what else to do. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> now that and then it's just going to cut out with no, with no <laughs> goodbye. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, <laughs> bye. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I'd rather that than bye. Oh, it's so aggressive. <laughs> it's like aggressive, but not. It's like a sorority house. Blech. Ew, we are, that is not us. I we're know. We're ready to fuck off. You want us to just say fuck <laughs> off? Hey, <laughs> Steph and Mari signing off. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. That's we don't mean not. that. We're obviously joking. I don't. I mean, 
fuck off and have a great weekend. <laughs> well, I don't know how to end this now because you just totally changed <laughs> my whole make it so weird. ending. Well, you can't. That's ne- that has never been you. Bye. I know, but like, I'm like, how do I say bye to people? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) See you later. Bye. Uh, Literally. Okay, bye. Maybe we should just do different byes every episode. (laughs) Oh my god. Like, like an accent. Okay, goodbye. Like. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I don't know. What accent? I wish there was an instant replay. CJ, if you can, put a replay on here because that is not what was that. Okay, goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Okay, boy. You like, that was even better than what you did. <laughs> oh my god, that's so terrible. Oh my god. I'm like Jeff with accents. Jeff's the worst person <laughs> with accents. I'm like, what? Were you try- like that was Australian and British like mixed? What are you saying? That's what it was. That's literally—they're not even close. <laughs> I mean, they do sound similar in some things. They do. They do. I like—I enjoy both accents. I enjoy British. I do not enjoy Australian accents. I mean, if it's like really bad and I can't understand it, then that's a problem. Yeah, that's like my issue that I can't understand it. It sounds like they have rocks in their mouth. <laughs> Like, they're, like, moving them around, like, I don't know. <laughs> no. British, I can do all day. Oh, my God. Irish accents. Ugh. Scottish accents. Those are really strong for me. Oh, I love them. I love them. If we have any listeners who are Irish or Scottish, please DM us. You're going to be on the podcast just because. So. <laughs> we just want to hear you talk. Hopefully you're interesting. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay, fine. We can say Bye. I'm not saying I was going to say, otherwise, I just don't know what else to do at this point. Just abruptly fucking stop it without saying anything. (laughs) Okay. You guys, as always, Steph does the show notes. She does a fantastic job. Our Instagram handles will be in them. I am at BEA underscore XO 11. Stephanie is at SpookyFitMom13. We are at Rewriting Her Story Podcast. Our Gmail is rewritinghersorypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know, please, if you have any suggestions, anything you want us to talk about, any topics you want covered, please let us know. We're always looking for it. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> we're going to go now. Okay, we're just going to say bye regularly, we're apparently, because Mari's going to vomit. Gonna... <laughs> Mari's going to vomit if we it do like anything itches. else. It itches. It itches. Okay, so we're just going to say bye <laughs> Are we going to say bye? Are we going to say see you later? Talk to you soon? I don't... Uh, what if I'm like, see you later, alligators? And you're like, after a while. Okay. I know this bitch won't you. say bye, I but know. she wants to sound like a five-year-old. I knew it was going to get you. That's the only reason I said it. I knew you were going to be like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. We will okay. talk to you guys soon. We love you and hope to hear from you. Bye.